the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. As we work our way through the offseason, we are giving you our power rankings at specific positions around the NFL. We've done quarterback. We've done running back. It is now naturally time to just transition right to the most tumultuous position of all, apparently, in the current NFL <laughs> landscape, the wide receiver group. This was one of the harder ones to do. Absolutely. A lot of good receivers in the NFL. I think the top was kind of easy. I think the top was easy. But it's hard to kind of differentiate once you get past that. It's just subjective, too. I mean, there's going to be people off of our people think we're crazy for. There's going to be people on it that they think we're crazy for. But it's our power ranking, it's our list. So you can bleep off. And that's all I'll have to say about that. I'll start. I'll start at number 10. You want to do. Outside looking in first. Yeah, I'll give you a couple outside looking okay. ins. Uh, Mike Williams was one of my good ones from. I LA. got both Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen's in my top ten. Okay. Um, Deontay Johnson was on my OLI. Yeah. Had a great year last year, despite the poor ending to it. Top five in receptions, and then top ten in receiving yards. I think it was the fact that he had such a sh- uh, poor showing at the end of the season that we kept him on the OLI into the top 10. If he would have finished strong and didn't have the dropsies come out again, I think we would have probably had him at 10 or 9. On a lot list. of drops. Another guy that I had, um, uh, the two guys out of... Um, Mike Evans was another one the for The two OLI. guys out of Tampa Bay, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Oh, Godwin's in my top 10. Wow. Ooh, we got some spice Spice. So let me start off with number 10. Oh, another guy that's on my... Uh, Outside looking in just barely, and I mean just barely, is Adam Thielen. Yes. Out of Minnesota. Great pick. Also on mine, I feel bad because I got his teammate in the top ten. <laughs> Teammates well into well the top into ten. Well into it, yeah. My right, number ten, and this is a guy that it's shocking he put up the numbers that he did this season when you think about the quarterback that he had to play with, or should I say quarterbacks that he had to deal with all season long. But I think he's really good and off the radar. I got DJ Moore out of Carolina Whoa. as my number 10 wide receiver in the wow. NFL. I like that. 163 targets converted to 93 catches last year and 1,157 yards. He had Sam Darnold and someone named P.J. Walker throwing yes. him the ball. I like that, Tom. I wasn't even looking he's at DJ Moore's radar. He's off the radar. But and he's he that may, good. He may continue to stay off the radar because they still have Darnold or whoever the backup is. And I think the next best option is Baker Mayfield. That's a lot better than Darnold, though. Yeah, and also maybe even Jimmy G. I'd like Jimmy G a lot. If better. I was more, I'd like Jimmy G out of all of those options. I mean, you isn't just it, gave me. wasn't it DJ Moore who said I don't want Baker Mayfield on this team? <laughs> so I don't think they can bring in well, Baker. Either Mayfield. way, I would rather have Jimmy G than any of those options. Sure. At least Jimmy G. I can would be. rather. Jimmy G and Baker over Darnold. Yeah, absolutely. Darnold's the last one I'd want to pick right now, but he's stuck there in Carolina with him, and the fact that he's eclipsed the century mark or the 1,000-yard mark as far as a receiver is concerned with those quarterbacks, this is a guy that is going to potentially waste his prime years in a place like Carolina where I think if you had him on a Green Bay, he would be – Getting the recognition that an Adams does, or getting the recognition that a Cup does, as far as a star yeah. league wide, potentially. But real footballers know DJ Moore, super stud receiver. I like that a lot, Tom. Uh, I'll give you credit for that one. My number ten, Ceedee Lamb. Yeah, you he can, was on my outside looking into. You could say that really young. He, he's really young. He's really capable. He's really talented. But you could say because of all those uh, um, accolades, or not even accolades, but compliments that we're giving to him, he should be doing better, right? 
especially when last year that Dallas offense had so many weapons around him that could have taken attention off of like him. Amari Cooper. Now it's all on him. Right. We'll see how he does as the, def- the, as number, the one. number one he guy. He was the number one last year, but he yeah. had a two and a three that helped. And now it's and now just they're kind of right. Like, it's Amari Cooper and Gallup. Cedric Wilson and Michael. Are they all gone? I think Gallup's gone too. And I think Cedric Wilson is gone too. I believe you're right about that. So it's really just Mike. It's really just CD Lamb For now, there. until. So we'll see how he does on his own. But again, I think top ten. No one would argue against saying you can't put him in your top 10. You could say he's floating around there for right now. He's also only entering his third year in the That's career. true, yeah. He's still very young. My number nine player, I picked Chris Godwin from the Tampa okay. Bay Buccaneers. I like it. The dude missed three games last season, still had 98 catches, 1,103 yards, and five touchdowns. Uh, him and Mike Evans are one of the better ones. Yeah, so I wasn't in the sure NFL. which one to put. Did you put Mike Evans in? No, he's on the outside. So, but I think Godwin's better than Evans. And I think the we saw that is, in the fact that when Godwin went down last year at the end of the season, their offense was not as prolific no, it with wasn't. just Mike Evans. Now, maybe it would have been the same story if it was Godwin's and no Evans, we don't but know. I got to see Evans play, and it wasn't looking like the usual Mike Evans. Except for the fact that he led the league, or was top of the league with 14 touchdowns compared to Chris Godwin's five. That's a good point, but... Forget about that right now because I like, I like Godwin more. Brady <laughs> That's fair. hit Godwin with more targets, and Godwin had almost 20 more receptions. So it's clear as far as yeah. who I'm going to. He had more yards, more receptions, more targets. Plus, just Evans, Evans found is the a end zone. red zone yeah. monster. I mean, he's you throw huge. That, you yeah. throw that fade route, if you're in the red zone and it's in the end zone, he's catching that ball. Where Godwin is, I'm going to use you to get me to the red zone, mm-hmm. and then Evans right. will finish the job off. But Evans My- had 1,000 yards too this year. Yeah, too, so. I mean, they're both really They're, both they're the really best one-two punch I think they got in the league. Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe Jefferson and Thielen, yeah. but I think Evans is in front of Thielen and Jefferson's in front of them all. But the fact that I think Evans is a little better than they're me. both, I, I'd give they're Tampa both the in front of Thielen. Yeah. Right? I give Tampa the Thielen. Edge. I don't, my number nine, another physical, just beast. I got DK Metcalf in number nine. Oh, DK, I completely forgot about DK. Really. But I don't think he would have cracked my top. If anything, he'd be 10 See, or the, nine. the thing is, is that he still had a really good year. The same reason you we're put— gonna, We're going to find out about DK next year, for sure. For sure, because who's throwing at, him at the ball? At least he had but some rust this past season. Right, that's the thing I was going to say. I'm mean, Of course, any rust is better than no Sam Darnold, right? But the same reason you put uh, DJ Moore in, there was a lot of no rust there. There was a lot of Geno Smith and whoever else was throwing the ball, and DK still had a really good year. And again, he's still super young. He's still super physical, super fast. I mean, you can make the argument the highlight of his career so far, you know where I'm going with this? Was in Arizona when Buda Chasing Baker, down Buda Baker. 100 yards. It was freaking. Things that you have nightmares about in your sleep because of a man that, that size chasing you that fast. Does that kind of endear you to players more so when their greatest highlight has nothing yeah, to do with like play. what their position, like Ben's tackle yeah. on Nick Harper. It shows your hustle. It shows right. that you care. It shows right. that you want to win. And you can't measure that kind of uh, intangible if you're a winner mm-hmm. or not, but that's as close as you can get is showing examples like that in the field. Cam Hayward had one this year where there was a fumble against the Chargers, right. I think it was, and he was and the, he was only, the only, only one running down the field. You saw like three, li- you saw like two linebackers in a corner all on the ground. And Cam was the only one trying to, to mm-hmm. stop this from turning into six did. points. Yep. So uh, you can really show what a character of a player is through mm-hmm. plays like that. My number eight, a guy who is very upset with his current situation in San Francisco doesn't like the way that he's being used. Number eight? Debo Samuel at number, number eight. Number eight. 
Number eight. What do you think? He should be higher? I got, I guys, got him way higher. I got guys on this list that'll eat Debo Samuel's lunch higher. I got him way higher. How could he be way higher? I'll tell you when I get to him. What, what spot is he at? I'll, I'm not going to tell you that right now. How, How could, could he be? Spoil? He can't be in the top five. Oh, buddy. There's no way he's a top five wide receiver. Oh, buddy. He's, but he's higher not. than that. Okay, but he's not. You're wrong. Keep Your going. list is flawed. Debo Samuel obviously has such a unique skill set because they use him as a running back. They like to line him up out of the backfield in a lot of creative ways. Not exactly driving with Debo, though, at least as far as the payment is concerned. He wants to get paid like a running back and a wide receiver, and he's at a little bit of odds with the San Francisco 49ers. I do think he ends up staying in San Francisco for at least this one season here. And again, Debo Samuel, you know, he had 1,405 yards. He had 77 catches on 121 targets. He had six touchdowns, and obviously what he does in the ground game is is phenomenal. But I don't know why you are so, like, ready to trust him yet to become a legitimate nailed-on top-five wide receiver when he's really only had this one year of, of greatness this last season. I'm cool with that. Okay, that's fine. You think he's better than Jamar Chase? Well, because he's not according to my rankings, you, but he's not like that's just ridiculous. All right, who's your number seven? Uh, my number seven, I have uh, no, my number eight. Sorry, we're still on number eight. Okay, number eight, my number eight, AJ Brown. Again, I'm going with the guys that impressed me when it mattered the most. You talked about that one game against the San Francisco 49ers on Thursday night with no Derrick Henry. It was all up to A.J. Brown to win them that game to keep them in the hunt for the number one overall seed, and A.J. Brown won them that game. I think if Derrick Henry isn't there, we're talking about A.J. Brown as one of the most talented offensive weapons in all of football. It's just that he was kind of overshadowed by Derrick Henry playing on the same offense. Now that he's in Philadelphia, who do you like better as a quarterback, Tom? Jalen Hurts or Ryan Tannehill? Jalen Hurts. I think there's a lot more potential And I think there. now, too, that you have a guy like Devontae Smith to play opposite you, you could create some separation that you couldn't get in Tennessee when you were really just the number one guy. Because let's be honest, right now, maybe not over the career, but right now people are going to be taking Devontae Smith over Julio Jones. Correct? Yeah. Right now. Right now. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> a lot Julio, of Julio Jones, Jones is, right now. Julio Jones is unsigned. He's not on a He's team, on a right, team now. right now. So I think it could really help A.J. Brown now being with someone as young as Devontae Smith and a better quarterback situation with Jalen Hurts. Even when he was in Tennessee, he was incredible. I think he made the All-Pro team in 2020. He obviously couldn't do it this past year because of injuries. But still, I I, I really respect A.J. Brown. So I got him as my number eight guy. Number seven for me out of L.A., Keenan Allen. Chargers wide wow. receiver. Okay. Dude is a catching machine. What's the name of the game? Scoring touchdowns. Mm-hmm. But how do you do that? You catch a lot of balls. 106 catches for Keenan Allen last season. That was around fourth or fifth in the league. Cooper T- Cup was just absurd as far as the amount of receptions that he had last year. But yeah, always seems to be over 100 when it comes to the, the reception mark. Um, he had 1,138 yards this year, six touchdowns for that Chargers offense. And him and Mike Williams are definitely one of the better one-two punches as well in the NFL. But I think Keenan Allen is the straw that makes that offense go now. The thing with Keenan Allen is... He is getting up there now. I mean, he, he is getting he had a lot of his success yeah. too with Philip Rivers. It's not exactly like this is going to be a Justin Herbert connection exclusively with Allen. I I kind of lean towards uh, Herbert and Williams maybe establishing that decade long connection just because of the age difference between Allen and Williams. But Keenan Allen, I, I don't know if there's a more 
reliable receiver, and the list uh, is very short as far as guys I'd rather have on a third and five that I needed to pick up a first down on. Uh, he would be right near the top of that. Yeah, I mean, he's great. I don't, I have him kind of right outside, kind of for the age reason, but one thing you can really praise him for is his consistency. He had the one year where he was out for the entire year. Ever since then, you can rely on him, not just as a guy to put up numbers, but as a guy to be a reliable target for now, Justin Herbert. Absolutely, and you you need that big guy, big play guy like a Mike Williams or a Chase or a Samuel. Mm-hmm. But I think it's so valuable for a young quarterback, too, to have a security blanket. And Mm -hmm. sometimes security blankets aren't the best players, but in this case, he's one of the best players as well. So I think it it works out perfectly, the the marriage between Allen and Herbert. Yep, I agree. My number seven, I got Stephon Diggs. He's my number six. Okay, so So we're we're, we're pretty close there. Uh, What do you you like about him? I think that he is... One of the better route runners in the NFL. Yeah, he's got great hands. Uh, he too, absolutely. Great speed. I can't remember the game, but there was a goal line play this past season where he just mixed the defensive back, whoever was guarding him, and it was an easy back shoulder throw touchdown from Allen. Uh, no one, I don't think, no one's hyperbolic, but it's very few people in the league that can run a route as crisp as Stephon Diggs can. And on top of that, he's got great hands and speed. Like all the other intangibles are good. But I think route running, he just runs leaps and bounds over a lot of people in this league. Do you think now with Tyreek Hill out of Kansas City, the best quarterback wide receiver tandem is uh, Josh Patrick Allen Mahomes and Travis Kelsey? No, he's not a tight end. He's not a wide receiver. Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, I think, is best the quarterback one. wide receiver tandem. That's a really. It good also question. could have been Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Could be Burrow and Chase. Could be. I got Chase. I still, I haven't named Chase yet, Neither so I. don't worry. But yeah, I mean, I agree. I Stephon Diggs. You had Diggs at seven. Diggs is just. I mean, he's he's great. He's gonna be. He was an first team All Pro his first year in Buffalo. I think he was a second team All Pro his second year in Buffalo. With Allen there and Allen being as good as he is, that combo should be relied upon for however long that they're in Buffalo together. I don't see either of them falling off because also Stephon Diggs is somewhat young. He's not super right. young, but he's definitely younger uh, than you would. Than, he's he's a younger guy. He's going to be there for a while. My yeah. number six, oh, though, yeah. they've got they've got time together. My number six is someone who I just said I haven't yet named. I'm naming him now. I got Jamar Chase in number six. Jamar Chase is your sixth best receiver. Okay, that's interesting. He's better than Debo Samuel, but go ahead. Well, I like Jamar Chase a lot. I like the combination we just said. Could Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow be the next great quarterback wide receiver connection? Very possible. Obviously, we know that connection lasted longer than just their time spent in Cincinnati together. Mm-hmm. They played at LSU. They That's won a national right. championship game. All they do is win, right? That's they they, they went. I mean, they won the national championship. They got First all the year way. together, they win the Super Bowl. They got, they got all the way they to, to the Super Bowl. Bowl. I win mean, the AFC. They won the AFC. They won the AFC North. They're winners, man. They're winners. And, and, I and hate don't it. get me wrong, and I hate Jamar it Chase. They're there forever now. Don't get me wrong, Jamar Chase is super talented. He won Offensive Rookie of the Year this past year, right? Yes. Over Najee Harris. Yes. Yeah. So don't get me and wrong. And Mac Jones. He was in there. I mean, he, he made <laughs> the playoffs so. as a quarterback. I guess so. And then got smoked in the first round Biased by Buffalo. Digs in the Bills. Yeah, got smoked. But I, I have no problem. I mean, I put Najee Harris, I think, at number four, maybe number five in my yeah, running back ranking. Yeah, for me because I like him more than you. That's how talented these guys are is the fact that they're only rookies, but they're already 
top six, top three at their respective positions. Well, you are one behind me continuing with this pick. You had him at six. Jamar Chase is my number five wide receiver. Just cracking into the top five after just one year of playing. Uh, He averaged 18 yards per catch last season. He is a deep threat personified, but I think the part of his game that's going to get better and better is that short passes, yards after the catch kind of aspect. And you've seen that a lot in his rookie year, too, where he... He takes the ball, and he is gone up the field, and he can burn you. I think you saw that in the Chiefs playoff game where he caught a, a short pass and just took it to the house way past everybody else. And it's not just the yards per catch thing because that can kind of get you pigeonholed as a deep threat only kind of receiver. He, out of any receiver in the NFL, I know he's not the best yet, but is there another one that has a better skill set than him as far as the size and the speed and the physicality and his hands are just absurdly and good. the guy throwing him the ball helps that all helps of a those. ton that yeah. helps a ton and no, and, and, helps and, all of and the help around him Higgins right. and Boyd are good right. pieces around you to help take attention away from you um, Higgins is another guy that could be in the outside looking in I mean that's another thousand yard receiver this year so for sure I, I look at Chase and I have him at five right now. But I don't think it's that far away for him potentially being number one. Going up? Oh, number being one. Being the best in the yeah. NFL. Well, I like it. I mean, obviously, I put him at six. You put him at five, so we're not too far off there. Uh, but don't I, – I heard you throw out a number, 18 yards per reception. Just – don't forget that number. Yeah, Debo gonna... Samuel had the same amount, but he also had a, a oh, crap had... ton less catches than oh, – he had Jamal... more, though. By what, .4 yards? Like .2. How many catches did he have again? A lot less than Chase. I right? got, I got, I got numbers to throw out at you for Debo. So let's just wait a little we bit. We know all the numbers for Debo. Not, I, I went over the them. numbers. I got more numbers. Anyways, my number five guy, I got Tyreek Hill. How is he not better than Debo Samuel in your mind? Can he we stop has talking about been Debo Samuel because it's ridiculous that you have him this high. Let's stop talking ridiculous. about Debo Samuel. For right. We're talking about we're talking Tyreek Hill's my number 20, four by the way. Twenty two. Power rankings. We're not talking about career. We're not talking about four-year window. We're talking about 2022. Well, one guy was able to get traded for a couple first-round picks, and the other guy, no one seems to want to spend first-round uh, picks really? on. Really? Or so... is it the fact that his GM doesn't want to get rid of him? Oh, for two first-round picks, you think he'd really hold on to him? No, he wouldn't. I liked. Okay, well, anyways, I have Tyreek at five. You have him at four. So let's not act like this is egregious that I'm putting him at five. No, it's not that he's at five egregious. It's the guy that you have in front of him is a little egregious. Anyways, let's talk about Hill before we get to Debo. Is he your fourth? No. Holy crap, dude. He's <laughs> not a top three receiver. Anyways, I got Tyreek Hill at five. You got him at four. He's a freak. He's the fastest kid alive. He's the fastest kid alive. Cheetah. You're going to see a lot of... I'm interested to see how he does, though, yeah, without Patrick Yeah, it's Mahomes. a different kind of story now, but... I but guarantee, he's also... I mean, I he's, guarantee you he gets 1,000 yards this year. He also has, like, a good core of pass catchers around him. Better, I think, overall than he had in Kansas City. It's just you don't have Travis Kelsey. You have Jalen Waddell, and you have Mike Gusecki as a tight end. It's not just about him you know, getting the ball 15, 20 yards down the field, which is harder for a quarterback to do. This is a guy you can give the ball in the backfield. This is a guy you can give the ball five yards off the line of scrimmage and he can take it to the house. I mean, you saw the Chiefs, even when he was an all-pro top five wide receiver in the NFL, when they needed a spark, would put him on kick return, would put him on punt return, and he would t- he would be electric every single time. So 
I think even though the quarterback has been downgraded for him, I still think he'll get his because his yards after the catch is just one of the best in the NFL. It is the best. It's maybe the best we've ever seen. Other than Debo. Continue. Who's your number four? Number four I got is Jeff- Justin Jefferson. That's where it's absurd. What, He's my what, number three. So oh, you're it's so absurd. One. I have him at four. Dude, no. You got him at three. You're not getting my point. It's not absurd where you have them positioned. It's absurd the guy you have in front of them. Well, we're going to talk about this guy. There's no way that you have Debo Samuel not at number three. No, he's at number three. So he's not better than Adams or Cup? No. Okay. Because you have you have Justin, Justin Jefferson at three. three. He's my number three. Okay, so we'll talk about which one we think is better between Adams and, and Cup, but let's talk about Jefferson, and then we'll talk about Debo. Go ahead. The floor is yours. This what, is your number t- three tell me about guy. Justin I have Jefferson. number four. So you're higher on him than We're I am. We're on number four, though, so go ahead. That's true. Okay, so Minnesota. They lose Stephon Diggs, who we already mentioned, who made the first team All Pro two years ago, made second team All Pro this past year. They tra- then they immediately draft Jefferson. Is it an upgrade? Yes, he's I better think than so. Diggs. We both think he's better than Diggs, right? And I think you look at the Titans; they're kind of trying to capture that magic as well, right? They're moving on from AJ Brown. They draft Traylon Burks. I guess so, but I think this is different because I think Stephon Diggs was better than AJ Brown. And I think, I mean, we don't really know about Burks, but clearly we were very high on Justin Jefferson in a short time in the league. Pretty sure Jalen Rager was taking the pick before the very Justin Jefferson. The pick right before Justin Jefferson. Good work, Philadelphia. Could you, I mean, so I say, could you imagine a locker room of, of Justin Jefferson, Devontae Smith, and A.J. Brown? If you get Justin Jefferson, it's unlikely that you would need to draft Devontae Smith at, like, what, number five overall for yeah. Philly last year? But still, to have what if it was Justin Jefferson and AJ Brown? Oh my God, that's that's up there, right? It's already yeah. up there because Justin Jefferson is so talented. But with Adam Thielen, sure, we like that a lot. But Justin Jefferson and AJ Brown together—that's for sure. I would say number two behind Godwin and and, and Evans in Tampa Bay. Yeah, I agree with everything you said about Jefferson. And, yeah, I think he is the number three wide receiver in the NFL. His physicality is just so great. And his gritty is off the chart, too, which he created has to add to Isn't it. that – he made that move up? Yes, he did. I, I mean, I don't know if it was a TikTok thing. I'm not really big into TikTok. So talk to me about Debo Samuel now, your number three receiver. Okay, so here's some numbers I got to throw out to you. Debo Samuel, the first one I'll throw out to you – you were so high on Jamar Chase for having 18 yards per ca- per catch. Debo Samuel had 18.2 per catch. That was number four in the league. He was number five, top five in the league in yards on the season. Receptions. That's not total yards. It's not yards from scrimmage. That's just through the air. So you can say, oh, he didn't have all these receptions. Didn't matter because when he got the ball, he put yards Put up yards when he got the ball. So top five in yards receiving. I just mentioned he was number four in average uh, per reception. He was top four in yards per game, Tom. So again, he may not be getting the ball a lot, but when he got the ball, he made sure he was racking up the yards, even though that number may have been smaller per reception or receptions per game than other guys. And then... 14 touchdowns total, six through the air, eight through the ground. The guy revolutionized the wide receiver position as a as a true flex between running back, wide receiver, how he can be used. Odd that maybe San Francisco hasn't 
listen to calls that could include multiple first-round draft picks via trade. But I think they don't want to part with him because they know how special he is. Oh, I think he is special. He could rise up this ranking a lot for me. And again, this is a 2022 power ranking. Exactly. I don't think he's proven that much to this point yet. Maybe in 2023 he will be a top five. Like wide we were, do, for if me. we were to do a 2021 or 2020 end of year power rankings for the NFL, you would have put the Cowboys bottom five because guess what? There was no Micah Parsons, there was no Dak Prescott available. Okay, they were a bot- But you can go the next year and say, oh, well, now they're a top five team because they drafted Micah Parsons, they got Dak Prescott back. That's how. Okay, I just I'm saying for this year, I don't think it's egregious to say he's a top three receiver. That's true. It's ridiculous All right. because there's a lot of better receivers out there than him. Including number two, Devontae Adams. You put Adams two, Cup Cups one? number one. Yeah. Cups obviously yeah. number one. He yeah, almost yeah, had 2,000 yeah. yards receiving this year, for God's sakes. He had 145 he catches. Yeah. Most did touchdowns. Did he win MVP? Super Bowl uh, MVP? Offensive player of the year. No, but did he oh, win? Oh, yeah, he did win Super he Bowl He win? MVP. Yeah, I mean, there you go. Yeah, offensive player of the year, Super Bowl MVP. I mean, the list goes on and on for this guy. But with Devontae Adams, uh, Cup and Adams are different because Cup doesn't look like he should be good at all. Cup looks like he should be a guy, a little scat guy in the slot, maybe gets you five yards, like an Edelman almost. That seems to be the ceiling for a cup. Where Adams is the mold, right? Like that is number one wide receiver, build him in a lab. Julio Jones was the original one that I would always say this about. Like that's what you would— Like a lab guy? Like like someone that like a scientist created him in a lab. Yeah, Like a powerpuff. And Adams is kind of like that too. Like he's just every single intangible that you want and every single tangible that you want— is in Devontae Adams. Cup's the opposite. Cup's small. He He's, you know, not the—I mean, he is fast, but, like, he's not the fastest guy. Size is really the biggest thing with Cup that people get worried about, but it doesn't matter in this case because he won the Triple Crown, and I talked about how I think Diggs is one of the better route runners in the NFL. I don't think anybody's better than Cup. I think Cup runs the best route of anybody. So Cup made the catch to— put the Rams in position to beat the Buccaneers in the NFC Divisional round, and then he made the Super Bowl game-winning catch against the Bengals. Yeah. Right? You know that deep route that Matt Stafford threw in Tampa Bay, the one I'm talking about mm-hmm. right before? They... This is right after Tom Brady went down and took the lead, and everyone was saying, of course Tom Brady does this. Of course the Rams were up big, and then Tom Brady comes back, and then Tom Brady eventually takes the lead. But Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup had other plans with right. so little time left on the clock. What a pass and catch. I mean... And then in it's the same thing. In, in the Super Bowl, with, what, like three minutes to go, they have the same connection. Except this time it's in the end zone. They put up points for it. So, Cup, I have no worries about repeating next year as the best receiver in football. Do you think Adams maybe drops off a bit with Carr instead of Rodgers? I think it depends. because It's, it's, more, it's not dependent Pe- on Adams' talent. It's no, it's about not. the guy throwing a ball. People will say, oh, look at the chemistry that uh, Rodgers and Adams developed for so long. Carr had Adams before Rodgers. At Fresno State, yeah, right? Yeah, right. So, like, there is chemistry there, too. And It's been a while since they've played together, but... Don't you think Adams... There was a small window of teams that Adams could have been moved to where he would have been legitimately happy. Look at, like... Vegas was not one of them. Well, no, I think it was in a oh, random really? outlier way because of Derek Carr. Like, yeah. there's other teams, obviously, that are better. Like, oh, I get traded to uh, the Chiefs, say, or something like that. Like, you get oh, to play great. with Patrick Mahomes yeah, or like, Buffalo with Josh Allen, yeah. Right, but the Raiders aren't in that level, but I still think he's just as happy because he's I get to Derek room with Carr. my college roommate again, mm-hmm. and I have a really good rapport with this guy. And also, you have a good offense. 
I'm like kind of the missing right. piece here because Renfro is a good second fiddle to me. We've got Waller at tight Darren end, Waller. and Jacobs is a really good running. I back. think they declined his fifth year option. Though. Who Waller or Jacobs? No, Jacobs. He's still playing this yeah, year, right, though, right, but right. that doesn't matter for 2022. And yeah, so I'm th- I'm probably sitting there thinking if I'm Adams, like get to play with my buddy and your defense. My defense is getting better. Just signed. Um, shoot, they have Chandler Jones now. I know Chandler that was a Jones, while. Thank you. Thank yeah, you, thank so you. like. And Max Crosby is a stud in his own right. Yeah. Like, they have a really good team, and McDaniels is your new head coach. That's an offensive-minded head coach. He's going to be trying to get And let's think about the last time McDaniels tried to be a head coach, he had Tim Tebow Tebow as as his quarterback. quarterback. Now he's got an established star. So I think Adams, as far as the drop-off is concerned, maybe we see a little bit of it. But But it's not I don't think it's going to be that bad. Because, again, Carr's not a terrible quarterback. It's not like he's going to some rookie. I mean, Amari Cooper made a Pro Bowl with Derek Carr throwing him the ball, right? And they didn't room together in college. So Darren Waller made an all-possibility. Darren Waller made an all-pro team, I think, two years ago when he was fully healthy. Derek Carr throwing him the qu- Derek Carr throwing him the football. Derek Carr threw for five thousand yards this year. Like Derek Carr. <laughs> I'm just gonna come out and say it. Derek Carr's a good quarterback. He is a good like, quarterback. There you go. Like we said before, uh, we said when the Russell Wilson trade was made to Denver, there are eight teams with legitimate quarterbacks in the AFC. Vegas being one of them. Vegas being one of them for sure, and I think Deshaun Watson. It was after the Deshaun Watson thing. Yeah. So now there are eight. All right, that'll do it for power rankings of the wide receiver position. Got more position groups on the offense and the defensive side of the ball to still work through, but we got a lot of off season left in front of us, so we will definitely get to that as we work our way towards mini camps and rookie mini camps and OTAs, and then training camp at St. Vincent's. It's right around the corner. If you think about it. Get excited, Steelers Nation, for 2022. That's going to do it for this episode of the Steelers Standard. As always, appreciate it. For Jacob Rectum, Tom Offerman, back again next week with a fresh batch of episodes for you. So until then, we'll talk to you next time.